The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you're tuned in to the prophetic voice of our time. God is so faithful, and many exciting things are happening. Today, I wanted to encourage you, and I wanted for your faith to be strengthened. There's a lot of things happening, and I know you have your own personal challenges. And yes, I'm still going to skin you alive in love so that you're going to have a new wine skin. And even though you are beautiful inside and out now, you'll be more gorgeous and so pleasing in God's eyes. Okay, let's start with the big thing because I want you to focus on the bigger picture. Because when we focus on our own problem, it keeps on getting bigger and bigger. But if we start with big things, you will know that God is on the move. Amen? In December 31st, 2021, at the prophetic gathering of the saints, the Lord had me release prophecies concerning the United States and, of course, concerning China. The prophecy about China is China will not overtake the United States as a superpower or economic power and that there will be crisis, that God is going to deal with China as he is now dealing with United States of America concerning political leaders. So China will be dealt with by God. Remember, he is a holy and a just God. And there will be crisis that will manifest in China, and the problem is from within that the political leaders have to contend with. Okay? It means to say that the expansion of China and its influence will be stopped or tremendously slowed down, okay? So in spite of the United States of America, since you and I are focused in our Lord Jesus Christ and we continue to mature ourselves, we continue to obey God, United States of America will turn towards righteousness. So the prophecy concerning China is now manifesting in their economy. It was in the news last week that real estate developers and builders in China defaulted to a total of about $90 billion, okay? They defaulted on their loans, and in the end, many of them went bankrupt and they abandoned or left construction of houses unfinished. And many homeowners, because there, you took a loan or a mortgage, and then the builder will start building your house. And the homeowners who took loans for their dream house to be built are angry, and many are revolting by refusing to pay their mortgages. And this is just the beginning. There will be more internal issues or crises that will keep their leaders focused in trying to fend off and trying to resolve this crisis from within. Okay, so there will be a big slowdown in China's economic expansion, and 
we have some listeners and some followers, even in mainland China, and Christians in Taiwan and Hong Kong, and even the Philippines, you need to start praising and thanking God, okay? This is a reprieve, and there will be a great move of God in Taiwan, as there is a great move of God in Hong Kong, as well as in the Philippines and other Asian countries. Remember, even when there are times that we have been unfaithful to Him, He remains faithful. And God remembers, is always listening to the cries of our persecuted brothers and sisters, millions and millions of them in China alone. And so He is a just and a holy God, and He's going to deal with the political leaders as well as He's dealing with our leaders right now. The one thing that God is wanting us to do is not to focus on what they're doing. Don't focus on the bad news that are happening. Instead, focus on our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? Focus on what we have to do. We have to do our part. Remember, in the book of Revelation, we expect this to happen because the Lord already commanded us. He says, let the vile continue to be vile. Let the wicked continue to be wicked, but let the righteous continue to be righteous, and let the holy continue to be holy. So we are the righteous ones, because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and God commanded us to be holy because He is a holy God. So those things are happening right now, and the wickedness must reach its fullness, so that nobody are excused, and because God's mercy is upon all of us. And once the wickedness is in full, God is going to start dealing with them like a wind. They don't know what is happening. So continue to prepare yourself for the transfer of wealth and influence. As we are at Freedom Fellowship Church, we continue to ask God within these 40 days and 40 nights. And boy, oh boy, I am learning a lot, and I am correcting things. God is even correcting the way I pray, and as far as my plans and what I thank Him for. And I'm going to share that with you someday, okay, concerning that. But I'm learning so much, and I'm being corrected as well, which is so good, because the book of Hebrews clearly says that God disciplines the one that he loves. And he loves me so very much. So now, if you're being corrected, count it all joy. Okay? We all need to continue to focus in the light. Who is God is and continue to develop that personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? God is a holy God. God is a just God. Okay, let's go to Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 through verse 6. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditate day and night. We don't have any time. If we meditate the word of the Lord day and night, we don't have any time to listen to the bad news networks and start talking back on the television. Okay? Verse 3. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, 
which yields its fruit in season, and show leaf, and his leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, verse 4. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. That's why God is asking us and wanting us to have our hearts purified, okay? For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. It doesn't matter whether they're billionaires, okay? And in Psalm 37, starting with verse 1 through 9, Do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. He's going to do it. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evil. For the evil man will be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. That's why the transfer of influence, the transfer of wealth, is here. Verse 10. A little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy great peace. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them. Please don't ever say that when there's war somewhere, you say this is the end. No, Jesus is going to come and it will be the end when we are at the helm. Okay? But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their hearts and their bows will be broken. Means to say, their weapons. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken. You're going to see it, okay? Believe and don't say bad words. And most importantly, by the Christ, do not blame Jesus for the bad things that happen. Because it's clearly he is a good God and only good things come from him, okay? For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The days of the blameless are known to the Lord, and their inheritance will endure forever. Remember the part of our inheritance? Our loved ones, our children, our children's children. Isn't that amazing? Our inheritance will endure. They will get saved. Focus on the Lord today. Amen? Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24. If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. 
Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I stumbled along the way. Don't ask me how many times. Okay? But I don't go back. If I stumble on something, I'll make a mistake. I don't go back and commit the same mistake. Okay? And God looks at the heart, and he will not hold that against you. He's going to restore you. Listen to this again. Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24. If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So do not dwell on the past. Do not dwell on the missed opportunities. Do not dwell on the sorrows and afflictions. Dwell on today and in the future. Your future is brighter. My future is brighter. Okay? And at the same time, I wanted to remind you again, when the Lord starts dealing even with our political leaders, please don't celebrate because we must consider God's heart. He does not rejoice in the punishment of the wicked, but they'd rather get saved or repent and get saved. So when the dealings of the Lord will come, even now, we need to pray for their salvation, okay? Because in Proverbs 24, verse 17, is very clear. Do not gloat when your enemy falls. When he stumbles, do not let your hearts rejoice. Or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from him. When our president stumble or slur in his speech and people are making fun of him, I turn off whatever. I don't listen to that. Because he is our president. Whether we agree with him or not, we need to pray for him. Okay, and the effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much. Do not post anything, especially in social media, about their stumbles or anything that are so embarrassing. Okay, let us instead focus on what we must do, what God is telling us in these last days. Okay, okay, let me repeat it again Proverbs 24, verses 17 through 19. Do not gloat when your enemy falls. When he stumbles, do not let your hearts rejoice. Or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from him. Do not fret because of evil men and be envious of the wicked. For the evil man has no future hope and the lamp of the wicked will be snuffed out. So don't be alarmed on bad things. Do not believe and do not repeat when everybody's saying, we are going to turn from bad to worse, and the United States of America have reached the point of no return. Those are false prophets, and God will prove them false. Because you and I will continue to focus on Jesus, will continue to finance the gospel, and this country is going to turn around towards righteousness under our watch, period. Amen? So let us continue to focus on God because sins and corruptions and wickedness must reach their fullness before the Lord are going to deal with them. They do not hide things anymore because they are so arrogant that they think that they can get away with their evil deeds. And that is a sign for us that their days are numbered. It's coming. 
Our God is a just and our holy God. He is waiting for the body of Christ to purify their hearts so that we can handle the blessings that he's about ready to pour out on his people, those that have been faithful, those that have made themselves ready. Amen. And I got lots of feedbacks from many of you concerning the radio broadcast last Sunday concerning my walk of faith in receiving my healing. So don't ever give up, okay? I am not 100%. My healing is not 100% manifested yet. But it doesn't matter to me. I continue to minister to people. And it's just a matter of time. And for you too. I share that with you to encourage you. Because you know what? The pain and what I have to go through to walk my healing, to receive my healing, and to manifest my healing. The afflictions and the pain, I would not want even my enemy to experience that, to have to go through that. I don't want other people to have to go through that. And I know some of you have been in pain for years now, not even months, for several years and several months. If it's in my heart that I don't want anybody to go through the pain that I have, so much is our Lord Jesus who died and nailed those sickness and afflictions and infirmities at the cross. It has been resolved 2,000 plus years ago. And our Father God, who is a loving Father, doesn't enjoy, doesn't like you in that condition. So in the name of Jesus, rise up and be healed. Receive your healing right now. I bind the spirit of death and I loosen forth life. I command your muscles to be strengthened, your mobility to be restored in the name of Jesus. All your internal organs, the missing parts in your body, I commend them to be replaced in the name of Jesus. You have a lifetime warranty of body parts. In the name of Jesus, receive it. Receive the impossible because we are in the supernatural season right now. In Jesus' name. I bind pain. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And for those of you that had been crying to the Lord because you are having problem with your relationship, with your marriage, with your relationship with family members, thank God for them and thank God and start celebrating. It doesn't matter if it hurts. Celebrating and thank God that your future is a lot brighter and greater than what you're going through right now. In the face of the devil, don't ever, ever give him any hint that he is winning in your life. I bind that in Jesus' name. Even nullify your words of fear, your confessions of fear, your unbelief in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Help my brother and my sister's unbelief in Jesus' name. Amen. Receive your healing to manifest. And if some of you, well, you know, I'm ready to go home. God has been good to me. All right. Receive your healing 
and receive it to fully manifest, spend, get out of that bed, get out of that hospital, spend quality time with your family, and then go home. It will bring glory to God. Okay? And for us who manifest and receive our healing, now we can lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Because you know what? It is not your anointing, my dear brother and my dear sister, because it is the perfect will of God. Don't rely too much, well, I am not anointed or called to be that. No, you are. If you are in the body of Christ, supernatural things follow us, right? Okay. God is so loving. He does not rejoice in seeing you suffer, all right? And you're not alone. We've been praying for all of you. And continue to thank God. And like I said before, think healed, dress healed, act healed. In Mark chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, let me read from modern English version. These signs will accompany those who believe. You and I, we are believers. In Jesus' name, in my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, if they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them, they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. This is not just for a few, okay? When you pray for somebody, your mind will try to disqualify you that you're not anointed, you're not ready, and said like, no, you are. As long as you know that it is the perfect will of God for that person to get healed. Amen. So let us continue to mature because there's a lot of things going on. And I don't want you to get disqualified or disqualify yourself because the people of God are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Well, I'm doing my best as far as this radio program is concerned. And I have been training, especially the youth. I have been training everybody doing business God's way, and I am going to hold a prophetic conference after the 40 days and 40 nights, and it's going to be a different kind of prophetic school. It will be for the transfer of wealth and influence. If you obey God, it's automatic. We have to obey the Great Commission, and we have lots of work to do, okay? I have observed, and it has been frustration on my part, that when Christians prepare to minister, or what we call the full-time ministry nowadays, usually they are taught how to preach, how to prepare a sermon, etc. So when they are on the pulpit, that's the only thing that they know how, is to preach a sermon to teach about God without really knowing Him and His ways of doing things. You and I are going to change that. It is heartbreaking that God's people that are sick, that needs deliverance, that needs to be discipled, they don't know where to go. I shared with you that I got a call from my high school friend in the Philippines. He thought about me because he was in a lot of pain. And I said, like, God help me. How come he did not think of anyone out there in the Philippines or in their own town who can lay hands and pray with him and agree with him? We need to mature the body of Christ. 
it is the responsibility of all the five offices to prepare the body of Christ for the works of service until we matured and we are fully united in Christ Jesus. That's when the five offices will be gone and away with will be abolished. It is not up to you or I to say that, well, prophets are not for today anymore, only pastors. Show that to me in the scripture. And at the same time, while you're researching it, read Ephesians 4, 11, 12, and 13. Read the whole book. It will be good for you, okay? So God is on the move globally. Our country is turning towards the right direction. And now there is a call for you to take your post and face your destiny. It is a brighter future. And pick up your map. Get up. Get up and be healed. Receive your healing. God loves you. Jesus loves you. And let's work together. Let's work together and preach the gospel of good news. Amen. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.